This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Your ordinary fur-barren rebel! Welcome to Two True Freaks, the five-minute freak. I'm Chris Honeywell, and I'm here with Scott McGregor. Hello. And we are bringing, our, bringing as promised, our follow-up to our Purge TV show coverage of season one of The Purge, where we did the first five episodes. This is going to be... We, we tried not to be very spoilery. Or I, I don't think we were spoilery at all last no, time, no. but this time... We're going to wreck shit. Yep, we're going to give you so, everything. All the nitty-gritty if, stuff. If you're going to watch it, you might want to watch it first before you listen to this, because we're going to talk about the shit that happened. And then there are some twists. It got a little twisty. Well, yeah, it's yeah. The Purge, so yeah. it's it was twisted. It was twisted in just about every other episode or so. Yeah. If not every episode. There were so many storylines to... Looking back, we really should have just started a purge cast when we, which would have been the perfect name for it too, the purge cast. Uh, when we started all this, because this will make like our sixth purge-ish, you know, purge-related yeah, podcast. There's a second season coming too, and at least yeah. one more movie. Yeah, my, so my mindless dribble show only has like twelve episodes, so we, we probably should have <laughs> just oh, made well, this an ongoing known, thing. Who would have known? You know, who would have known? Yeah. I was very surprised when the second Purge movie came out. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, and it's just been announced recently that they they did score a second season for the TV show. So yeah, second season, and I guess there's supposed to be one more movie, or one they're planning movie. one more movie, which could means at least one more movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's an institution, and when we own it, it's a it's a they they hit a. A, a nice vein and i think that like th- they're mining it and every they're getting new stuff out of it all the time so and it has a lot of potential for never never getting boring so well, so some of the, the the this season got a little boring it had its high moments and low moments but um that's uh for a first season even if only 10 episodes it was it was overall pretty good i thought you see, like, well, since we're in the second half, the only clunker I thought was probably episode six, which had a lot of, like, right. clunky dialogue and... Oh, yeah, that was, like, the backstory episode for a couple people, or they did Jane and... Well, we should probably name our characters because we were really vague about them in the first uh, five episodes. Yeah. Good luck. I ver- I remember Jane's name. Yeah, that's about it. Well, I've got them, got them all here on the good old IMDb. If I can, you know, I've never heard of any of these actors. So that, that well, we were going to call the 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 brother and sister the Trauma Twins. Trauma Twins, and then we have you know Jane Feminist. I guess would be her title, or I don't know, because her mainly like her her plot line was you know struggling uh african american women and you know white white male business uh you know climate and and trying to get ahead and and eventually she 
her kind of purge moment is she actually tries to have her boss offed, you know, or, or pays on the first minutes of the purge, pays the assassin and then has, you know, second thoughts and, and tries to call it off. With... Tries to call it off, ends up <laughs> ends up going to try to stop the assassin. And then you Too late, the boss has already stopped her. And... Turns out he has a party, though, where he ties up women to get fondled and she ends up in the... In the mix in that, so, yep. So that yep. didn't help his case because she because she had like wrestled with the whole. Well, especially there's something we didn't talk about in the first five episodes where she uh, she's at this like corporate thing, this all night thing, you know, to to work out some details, and she actually sees another coworker um, murder somebody at that party to get ahead. <laughs> And so she kind of has a come to Jesus moment then and be like, yeah, well, maybe I it shouldn't doesn't, have tried to have my boss off. But doesn't sit well. Yeah, the, the thought of murder doesn't sit well for her no, at that uh, point. It uh, until she becomes a fondling display, then she has no problem. And and one of the lesser Baldwins uh, gets it right in the head. William. Gets a bullet to the head. Yeah. And uh, but like um, yeah. And then you've got your your trauma twins who are like. Their parents were killed in the first purge, and the, the, the girls become a religious fanatic of people who go to provide people to purge on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> suicide, suicide cult. cult. <laughs> Which was one of the nice surprises in this. Not that suicide cults are nice, uh, but, you know, just kind of one of the nice twists of what would go on on a purge night. And Yeah, so, of course you'd yeah. have these suicide cults. You know, that So you've be- got... The brother, he's trying to save her from a suicide cult, next boyfriend, you know, and, uh, and, uh, let's see what, what other, and then that's the power that's couple. Kind of, I call them the, the power, power couple. couple. Yes. Uh, who is this, this nice, I wanted to forget about them. Yeah, me too. That was kind of the least interesting, except for the way the uh, hubby eventually went out, um, which I was cheering for the whole, whole way, but. Yeah, power couple is this, uh, you know, trying to trying to get up in the ranks of, uh, you know, corporate world, and and they're about to have a baby, and uh, they're essentially they they had this little fling with a woman, you know, this was nobody cared really that there was like this threesome element that you know she they took on a woman one night and lo and behold she fell in love with a woman and I guess they split up for a while and such, but the the man and wife got back together and, and put the girlfriend to, out to pasture. And then eventually they hook up with her father and are trying to like do a business deal with him so they can do like good work. But he's like totally in the new founding fathers and, you know, evil is all get out and they have to go to a purge night party at his house where one of the uh, activities is, you know, you have to actually, or you're allowed to kill somebody at the party. And Yeah. I don't think you have to, but you get to. <laughs> You're strongly encouraged to. But, but that was the whole, you know, struggle there. It's like how much of our humanity, you know, do we give up to, to keep trying to get this, this big business deal? And, of course, old girlfriend is there, and it's her her father, and so she briefly plays into it, and they attempt some drama, and nobody really cares. But I yeah, that that... <laughs> that couple had a lot of there were some there there were twists and turns. You thought it was I I was thinking uh you know the 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 third third wheel girlfriend the rich girl was gonna try to like maybe get the husband off so she could be with the with the wife and right. have a baby because the father wa- was talking the the rich founding fathers 
businessman father was talking about how badly he wanted a granddaughter and there was a little subtext that maybe she couldn't have babies or yeah. something like that. She and she was cray cray. But that all gets sort of like, you know, and there's all the moral dilemmas there and that all sorts of get gets wiped out because freedom fighters just come and kill all the rich people. Yeah, that did not end the way I thought it would uh at all. <laughs> um well, they they had a sort of parallel story thing going and then they started just scrambling up the stories and twisting them. And then by the end, they all got pulled together by the one sort of factory guy who's been sort of just sort of showing up for like a minute or two at the ends of the first, the beginning of the first season is mm. just sort of this random guy in a mask who's listening to uh, a uh, purge motivational speaker. Yeah. And uh, then we find out his backstory is a laid-off factory worker with a gritty, gritty, sick dad, and and a lot of bitterness. And you you almost think this guy's gonna be like kind of like you're gonna feel for him on the purge, but you find out he becomes the binding element of the whole thing because he ends up with <laughs> what's left of all of our characters yeah. in a cage. Yep, and, yep. Turns out he's just a grudge-filled asshole who's yep. no like he's got at all. he's got the do- the sister there the sister there the trauma sister there because um she didn't say thank you when he held the door for her in right. public yeah uh, got, he got had yeah. he had Jane there because they went on a on a computer match date and he said some racist and misogynist things and she wasn't into it and left him paid for the dinner and left and, you know, humiliated him. Yeah. And then he had a bunch of old coworkers there that, you know, and then the kid who picked on him in high school. And, uh, yeah, it turns out he's just a petty bastard who wants to kill everybody who made it his fifis hurt. Yeah, it was a nice twist because you kind of lead him, you know, he starts out kind of bookending, you know, at the end of the episodes and he's doing vigilante stuff and he's essentially saving some people. You know, he's saving, yeah. He's saving. He's saving a bunch of people that are getting, you know, beat up by other people or in danger. So you're thinking, okay, this guy's, this guy's going to be maybe a psycho, but he might be a kind of sympathetic psycho because he's going out and being a good guy vigilante, but still getting able to get his purge on by beating up bad guys. Right. And no, it turns out he's. This was a little weird. Just a butter incel or something, yeah. Yeah, he sprayed like a spray on people, which made him them able to be tracked by him, which does not seem. Yeah, I think it was called plot device. This is in the future, I guess. Device spray, I think, is the official name of it. And, uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah, that you know, I'm I have to say this show has an endless supply of different variations and ideas that you could pursue with it and they're not hesitating to to expand things interestingly and and introduce new things and just new concepts and maybe stuff people had thought about but you know you know things of like you know you could seriously like improve your life situation if you purged right you know if you killed off the right people <laughs> that are in your way at work and stuff and the fact and the fact of the matter is it's legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's all sorts of just sort of like, like if you're a total psychopath, you could totally do things that are like, not you know, nothing personal purges <laughs> that just 
Uh, you could you could go burn down your competition's grocery store or sure, something like yeah. that, you know, or, or any number of things. And so they're starting to explore that. And uh, you're also getting more insight into the to the new founding fathers and starting to see that, like, the religion and the, the motivational speaker are all kind of tied in with the government and are just sort of it, it's all turning out to be how can we get the way to kill all the poor people and minorities. Yeah, you essentially, know. or at least, it's, you know, thin the herd. <laughs> yeah, it were. yeah. Which, like, yeah. the first purge was all about um, when they couldn't get their kill count, you know, naturally, they, they had to, to pull out the ace from their sleeve and send in their yeah. Blackwater well, analogs. They've become more, and they're using more sophisticated, because this guy, the, the guy, our vigilante guy, is sort of the first real study we've had in sort of... But somebody who's organizing that, shit, you know, pretty intricately before the purge, you know? Well, yeah, he's got his stuff together, but he's like a... He's, he's, he's getting wound up by the philosophy of it, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mostly, you, the, the, like, the movies have sort of focused on, like, wilding gangs of people with masks and stuff. Not that he doesn't have his mask. But he is, he's, you know, he's getting wound, you know, he, as he's driving around in his truck, he's listening to the motivational speaker who's telling him, you know, this isn't, you know, this is right what you're doing. There, there was a theme in this of people telling themselves what they were doing was, was right. You know, I'm I'm allowed to do this and it's my right to do this. And and of course, you know, ringing hollow. The 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 woman who who uh, killed the guy who was in line for promotion in the office obviously started to go into the, like a mental disconnect state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was was just like you know reeling at the realization that she she murdered somebody. Yeah, which is like, you know, no, no, do I call this into HR or is that your job? Right. She she's reeling between like being practical about it and freaking out and yeah. going like, No, no, I'm this is my right, right, right? So and and there were a lot of people asserting, you know, this is my that I get to do this. Don't yeah. you understand? I get to do this. You don't you have you you gotta like it. <laughs> well I think it's it's I think that's why it was important to set this like ten years into the the purge um universe because you you know it makes more sense for these little societies and these you know these schools of thought to have popped up you know if it was like mm-hmm. the second purge you probably wouldn't have this motivation you know anthony robbins type guy telling you why it's a good thing to go out and murder yet you know yeah. you would have had to develop that and uh the carnival of flesh is something i don't think we talked about in Right, and then and you've got time. your sort of bad guy there too, the the guy who the procurer of people for the Carnival of Flesh, and that's yeah, his like be, job. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he said. He's like everyone, you know, a bunch of people just make their nut once a year, you know, on this thing, and that's why uh, one of the trauma twins, you know, eventually takes the high ground and kind of tries to take him out because he he realizes he's basically doing slave trade, and um, you know, and there's a little conflict there. Although I believe he did escape to possibly next season. He's one of the, the people that will probably, you know, fold over to the next season. But the as, Carnival as of will Flesh. will Pete the Cop and probably the Trauma Twins look Pete, like they're yeah. probably going to be back. Uh, well, I think we said 
without naming him last time that, or we've talked at least amongst ourselves that Pete, the cop and his bar is like a perfect hub, you know, for this show kind of, it's the cantina, yeah. as you said. Um, cause even Joe, you know, the, the, the psycho hurt feeling guy ends up there eventually and has a drink with one of the trauma twins, you know, the guy that unknowingly even has his sister as I don't think he had anything against, uh, um, whatever his name was, Miguel. Um, so, but they just, you know, obviously the characters are going to kind of bump into each other there. And that's a thing now. Uh, and Pete, the cop is a, a good character. Yeah. And it doesn't, there's it, there's no limitations really as to how, as to anything that could happen using that as a hub with the character of Petey's pretty open-ended right now. So yeah. that's, so they got, you know, they, they can do whatever they've, they've definitely like, like the movies, they just sort of set things up the, the, to the, where they're like, well, we can pursue this if we want, we can pursue this character further if we want or not, we can just go in this direction and they get to just sort of follow whatever the whims of hopefully what they're doing and what it seems they're doing, whatever good ideas they come up with. Yeah. And, and then they'll work stuff in. Because we were saying you could do a you could do a season of the purge in the in the heartland in the farmland yeah. you know. I think that would be wise to show us different. Yeah, different. I'd areas. like to see a Night of the Living Dead style purge movie with a with a um, with a um, colony of Amish people. There beset, you go. Yes, <laughs> beset by purgers and finally just like having enough and pulling out the pitchforks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's even, you know, Amish purging that goes on. They do have that one night a year. They allow their kids to go crazy or that one year or something, whatever it is. I w- yeah, but I would still, I, I would think, yeah, I would think, yeah, the purge would not be something the Amish would adopt. <laughs> <laughs> but they might be forced to deal with it, you know. Well, maybe their idea of a purge is, you know, you know wearing a different shirt, wearing something right, with color right. in it. You know, they they, they go simple. out and they say, shit, yeah, and then they walk back inside. Yeah, and do, they don't do their chores that day or something. Yes, and yes. No, they, no barn raisings on purge. They walk day. up to somebody and they go, Tobias, shit upon thee. <laughs> shit upon thee, Tobias. They shave that is my, for, for that is my right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm open for that. I don't know if the general viewing audience would be that excited, but uh, I'm, I'm good with it. Well, but, no, we see their purge, and then all of a sudden, you know, a, a bunch of trucks with screaming teenagers starts coming up the road. Yeah. Um, Carnival of Flesh, though, is like, I think a good representation of, that would definitely happen in, in a purge situation. I mean, there's probably underground ones anyway, you know, in this, in the real world, but it's essentially, you know, Did you say there's probably real ones? (laughs) Maybe, I get, well, maybe... Not in America. Not quite not as America, extravagant. Anyway. No, not quite as extravagant. But you know, there's there. Tell me, the dangerous game has been you know a story for umpteen decades now. You know, so right. it's definitely hunting humans for sport. Right, right. Uh, but I've still never heard a real st- story of somebody being like, I escaped. You know. A credible. <laughs> I'm well, sure there's like a good carnival of flesh. You don't let him escape from. You know, it's just got to be run right. I don't know. So yeah. I'm told. 
but yeah, it's essentially any violent fantasy. Uh, you basically come in, pay your money, and that's what our collector friend is is doing: is finding fodder for for the Carnival of Flesh. Yep, they're they're auctioning off people, and you can just buy people to to whatever you're gonna do. I guess it's torture and kill, but I guess you don't have to torture and kill. No, <laughs> whatever illegal thing you would ever have to do with a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's going to be the obvious ones that happen at the Carnival of Flesh, I think. <laughs> um, but that's one of our little side quests for the the Trauma Twins. Or she meets up with an old boyfriend that ends up purchasing her and uh, is getting ready to kill her until brother shows up. And then he purchases his brother. Cause he yeah, he doesn't purchases... like the brother either, so he gets a, a double whammy there. Brother beat his eye out. That was a pretty impressive uh, beating for a TV beating. Yeah, there's a good amount for for what is this USA? Yeah, there's some swearing and swearing in blood. Yeah, it's uh, not quite Walking Dead blood level, but I it's, think they, uh, they use the f word at least once. I'm pretty sure I heard the f word a couple. Sometimes, times and, multiple times, it seems yeah. in a show. Yeah, they they seem to be saying saying and doing what they want. They even had a little like not not really nudity, but there was a little like sexy time flashbacks and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, Sexy know, the, time flashback. The whole groping museum is is pretty pervy too. So that's yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, no, they're not I'm, afraid. To, they're not afraid to get disturbing with it. So no. <laughs> it was it was easily just as intense as any of the movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Basically, it was just a continuation. It was ten. It was you know, or nine hours of of what you would get in the movies. And pretty intense. They pretty much jump right into the purge on it. So yeah, after the first episode, and the first episode is all the lead. I could have actually dealt with even one or two episodes of run up to it. You know, see some I of could these. I could deal with a season that's half and half. Yeah, if they did it right, if they wrote it right, you know, they could really like wind something up. You know, one that's going to be like more of a a tension wind up this one was just constant tension and then yeah. just twists and reversals you know to to break the tension for a second and then into something else i think you'd have to improve the writing a little bit and to keep it exciting for people because i mean some of the the character interactions in this was the worst of it you know the the power couple was basically just i freaking fell asleep every yeah. time they were having a conversation that i don't know if that was as much the the writing because the rest of the writing was good i don't know maybe they had different writers for di all the different characters or something or maybe it was the actors or i'm looking at the uh writings credits right now and, and the creator didn't write any he um right just did the uh just created by essentially just cashing a check um but a guy named jamie chan a guy or a girl i guess i doesn't really say here uh, and Jeremy Robbins wrote in all 10 episodes and then they had four different writers for two episodes each. So yeah, they, they probably did the basic plotting and structure, Jeremy and Jamie, and then yep. and the rest came in to flesh it out. And there were, yeah, whoever did number six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't break it down here. What episode? Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, There's some bad dialogue in number six. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it has to do with it. It's concerning that couple who are just kind of like, mm. yeah, I think it was more active chemistry. They just didn't have much. Uh... But then again, I guess every character should not, doesn't have to be pleasant in the purge. And it's probably better, right. you know, 
Well, they they guess... sold the husband. I mean, as we said, when he finally got his, we were all kind of cheering because um, they just set him up as kind of a giant douche from the get go. Um, they kind of tried to set her up as the the bad girl because she fell in love with the you know the female part of the threesome. But hey, dude, yeah, those are the no, yeah. That you well, take, everybody in, involved in that threesome was pretty selfish yeah, in yeah. a lot of ways, and they were all trying to pretend not to be selfish, like to to be they, you know, they were all. They were all intermingled in the, you know, her by family and them by trying to get money from the founding fathers. And they're completely morally against the purge, but they were cozying up to the people who run the purge to try to get money to run, you know, an, a benevolent organization. And yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just obvious line. from the get go that that's not like that's not how you do that. But they were all like. They all they all wanted it so bad, and they all wanted to believe that they were good people. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's there's stuff to their arc. It's just they're not pleasant to watch. Their story is not pleasant because there's nobody that you really like. There's nobody that you really are like, and uh, you know, spoiler: two of the three of them get offed, and yeah. you, you're you're not sad to see any of them go and if the third one got off too i wouldn't have been sad to see them go either Not really and i hope they don't uh feel the need to show us her in the baby um, yeah that's next ep- next season <laughs> yeah that's that's fine we're done with those characters uh, she wasn't in the episode well, she, she, so at I the have... end of this one she was in like paris or something right so I, I don't think we need to bring her back for next season sorry there hannah emily anderson uh i know you want to have a job and all but now uh, find a find a. We just don't care. CW is always hiring. Arrow has tons of guest stars all the time. Uh, I'm um, sure she. I'm sure she'll land a role where she gets to play like a decent <laughs> character that's likable. <laughs> hopefully, we're pulling for you, Hannah. Um, <laughs> I blame her on likableness more on the writing than the acting. So yeah. Either way, yeah. Uh, I like Jane Barber. Jane didn't make it out of the... Well, we think. We we didn't actually see a dead body. She got choked out uh, at the end of Joe's little... He had a trial. He had a kangaroo court for the people who had wronged him. And they had to confess. And maybe he'd let you go. But I don't think he really had any intention of nah. letting anybody go. But yeah, he ends up choking Jane right out. So we thought maybe she'd make it through. But uh, maybe not. And she was pretty adequately acted. I, I liked her story generally. Uh, no, I like that. I, I, I like that yeah. actress. I think she's a very um, engaging actress. I mean, she was she she wasn't a very pleasant character either, really. Even though she had like, you know, she she basically had sort of a past her moral quandary and stuff. She was still kind of, you know. At the same time, these are also people in very horrible situation too. Yeah. So you're not seeing her at her best, and and she, yeah. But the the actress made her feel like a a good more of a person that I could, you know, identify with over the over the couple. Even though she was just sort of a business yuppie, sort of, you know. But we had to kind of pull for her because, I mean, they showed her or showed us her backstory where she basically had a mother that was trying to be like, you know, she wanted to 
you know, Mom wanted her to be a beauty pageant yeah, queen. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to attack the world on her, you know, she's a smart woman. She wanted to be judged by her her merits and not her, her you know, her... Right, her, and her mom was like, but look like, at you those boobs. You've got yeah. those huge boobs. Yeah, those so. will get you ahead in the world. And she, and she also, she, but she also, like, had taken advantage a little bit, even though she was against, you know, she still was like, well, I'm not 100% you know, doing this on my own merits, but I'm yeah. still trying. Her boss was still be, like passing her, you know, hinting that she could sleep with him and 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 move ahead. And then there's yeah. the other woman that, you know, apparently has has gone ahead <laughs> and done what was necessary to move ahead and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I like that actress. I think she's yeah. she's really good. Yeah, what The Purge does well is it takes, you know, big societal tropes and you know analogs and allegories and and it isn't afraid to beat you over the head with them but i mean that's kind of the grind that's what the, that's what you're that. in it for yeah <laughs> this is a not a subtle genre but i mean it, for good or ill it is kind of ballsy to to knock off pretty much the only african-american in the cast too um so i don't know about what their fan letters are going to say about that one but yeah that, that's the thing about this is yeah. really it's not too scandalous to kill off anybody <laughs> no and it shouldn't be in like the walking dead either but they've always taken shit for that they're already right taking shit but for you know i mean this is one LGBT one season in character. we'll see if everybody's right. like <laughs> yeah. make a pete the cop the show you know yeah. or whatever you know yeah. so i don't think that needs to happen yet but i do like pete the cop a lot pete the cop a pete the cop show could be good <laughs> about the only thing i didn't buy with pete the cop was how him and miguel kind of i mean they bonded over both being marines but they were like you know, acting like best buddies for life from like two episodes in, and I just I didn't completely buy that. But they were. A good oh, player. I bought it. I yeah. bought it. They were. That was Semper Fi. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I like those two actors together a lot. I love their scenes. And yeah. Yeah. No, I mean they they were just ethically ass. they 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 you know Pete the cop was probably like this kid reminds me of me, and. uh at the same at the same time, they they probably are just like ethically on the same page. You know, they just seem to be on the same page and work together well. And Pete the cop is probably like, probably like, all right, now I can see a little more action. Yeah, and they gave us a good little nugget of his backstory, and it made for some good world building too. That what was it the first purge? You know, they they run into a barricade. I don't think we were able to talk to, about this in in detail last time, but maybe we did. But they ran into a barricade, um, and they basically gave him a pass because Pete the Cop, um, on, I think it was like the first purge, you know, he was out with some fellow cops uh, under the guise of maybe trying to help people, but the other cops were just purging, and he kind of tried to call him out on it, and, you know, so people, like, have made him untouchable because he's actually the good cop on the... Yeah, the one yeah cop everybody on the likes Pete, that was like Pete the cop's a very likable guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now he runs the best bar in, in the Purge, so you know. Yeah, but you know, Pete, Pete the cop, Pete the cop doesn't want any trouble. But then he found somebody who he was like, "All right, this is I have a you know this this guy is good enough for yeah. me to help you know or or or." By my ethical standards, I have to help this guy because yeah. this guy is honorable. Everybody else here is kind of a piece of shit, you know, yeah. or off on their own thing, and I don't want to know. But this guy is like actually like 
would be would not be purging if he wasn't trying to save his sister. So, you know, it's very standard. It's very standard, and it works like a charm, you know. Yeah. And Pete, Pete the cop's very much like the what, what was his name? Frank Grillo was the actor. Yeah. yeah, he's very much like you know that kind of character. Yeah, for the TV show and. This, yeah, this I would I, I would take a season of the origin of Pete the Cop, Pete the Cop's first purge, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's I'm looking at his uh IMDb filmography right now. He's he played a detective in his last series Goliath. Uh so you have a feeling this guy's played a few cops in his day cause he Yeah, kinda, he seems he like pretty right well. off like NYPD blue or yeah. something. So he's grown in the the Hollywood cop clone vats for character actors. So but him. that's what you want. This that's what you want in this character actors. You just want. You, he was you, actually in NYPD Blue. Jerry Toback in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's better to have like sort of stereotypical characters that they, then you can veer away from it or something. You know. Yeah. You, you set them up as, as something predictable and and take them another way. Like you know, like in the the first purge with you know the character is a drug dealer and he turns out to be the hero. You know, he's a drug kingpin. Yeah, ends up being the, the you know the main char- the main sympathetic character. Yeah, this guy's been in CSI, CSI shows, The Sopranos. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's, that's he, pretty much it. Made a good career he, of it though. He's been playing a cop yeah. in TV shows since 1999. Well, I, I have a <laughs> feeling some people are making going to be making a career out of the Purge for a while because. It's just like I'm. I'm ready for the second season. I'm ready for another movie. It has not gotten old yet. As a matter of fact, it keeps getting more interesting as it goes along. Yeah. Now, I mean, Monaco has said that the next movie would be the last one, and he wants to wrap it up. You know, wrap up the story of the purge. So I kind of hope it doesn't come out for a couple of years now, because I want to see what the show can do with it. I There's guess been at least still ten years of too. purges in the United States. Yeah in so far or whatever however i don't remember when they had that when the the you know the woman the politician was going to end the purge or whatever but you know that means you've had at least a decade of purges in america you have you could you could run stories from new stories from this that are different almost oh, yeah. forever I mean, the things that I shouldn't, I said, like the Carnival of Flesh and the Suicide Cult were like very pleasant surprises, and I don't know why my twisted brain didn't, you know, figure, oh yeah, of course there'd be that in this And we only know so much about either of them. Yeah. And so there's more to learn about those, and there's other things, too, that like, you know... are are going, this is just one town in, (laughs) in America. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's, there's probably open. other Carnival of Fleshes under different names and stuff, but there's probably some other crazy, crazy things that you can do. And, you know, and they're going to start thinking of, like, there's also things that you could do illegal that don't have to do with going out and murdering anybody, too. And there's infinite possibilities of that, like, from hilarious to, you know, breaking into uh, Fort Knox or something. Yeah. Well, I'd love to say I hope they up the budget for like car crashes because I you got to know people would just be out death racing every all over the place. Right, the right, death racing or <laughs> having you know just illegal races or you know, yeah, there's all sorts of things you could do. There could be people stealing like 
you know, tonight we're going to go steal a 747. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Well, as we, That's we, my right. Yeah. Well, we talked about it. We, we mistakenly, like, speculated on, you know, launching nuclear weapons in our last episode. But there is, you know, a, a restriction on the level of weapon you can use and stuff. So I guess that wouldn't happen. But Yeah. Um, that would still be kind of neat. <laughs> Well, the thing is, purge or no purge, there's security. There Before the purge even happened, there was probably enough security to, like, you know. I mean, I imagine maybe, like, a, a, you know, the guy who has his finger on the button is probably not, is is, is out of purge duty. Right. Yeah. It's probably not allowed. But even if, like, people are like, oh, we're going to storm, you know, the military base, you know. Even that is not something that you're going to really pull off with just a bunch of citizens, unless you happen to get like ten thousand citizens or something like that. One thing Which I, I was could happen. Yeah, I was surprised they kind of dropped the whole you know sudden revolution thing at the one. Well, party. that's that's another thing. We have revolutionary armies that are in in play too. That we only got us just the sketchiest sketch of that, and they were all in uniforms with. Yeah with with um semi-automatic weapons and they were all trained and got in there and just were slaughtering the rich people so you know there's there's that angle of it it's just infinite as long as they keep the writing good this yeah. could just keep going and going now i think i we... almost wish it doesn't doesn't just because though it it's probably not a good idea to have festering in our society right now <laughs> well yeah well it's, it might be a nugget it might be too he... late it might be a nugget he put in there, you know, if he's really thinking about showing how the purge ends in his next movie. Um, that might be just a nugget for him to pick up later and be like, "Yeah, remember these guys from the show? Well, here's what they're really doing. <laughs> and yeah, they're they're going to be the ones to close out the whole thing." Yeah. Um, or I think you and I speculated um, in our long talks in the car on the way to your job uh, that maybe like the rich daughter had like hired, you know, these mercenaries to take out her family because she'd inherit everything. But I don't think that was ever explicitly said anywhere. So I guess that is a, a it's a possibility theory. because yeah. they were like, how did you get out but of they the house? knocked her so, off? So it's like a, it's a thread that's never going to get right. That's off. the thing. <laughs> there, were, there were all sorts of directions I could have gone on and they kept just like going like, Nope, <laughs> dead end. Literally. Nope. Well, I thought Which it is good. Been... It kept you guessing. You yeah. know, it, it totally, it totally would like kept you on your toes because all bets were off like five times in this show yeah. in ten episodes. So that's good. Yeah, or, as far as that good. that plot thread, I guess it was because I when you know I'm like, oh well, all right, she's dead. I guess that's the end of the threesome plot line, and I didn't care. But then they brought her back briefly just to kill her again, and I guess that was supposed to be a little more drama but it started that start that that was potentially interesting but it turned out not to be interesting right because i figured she well she did try to kill him but i figured she'd either try to off him to be with her which kind of is what happened or he'd off her because he was threatened and but yeah i kept guessing yeah um i guess that's about all i got to say without just like trying to dig up every plot detail but i highly recommend it i highly recommend every every purge movie yeah 
I mean, our epilogue basically has Pete the Cop left and, and the, the Trauma Twins who are going out to be, like, good Samaritans on purpose. They're, they're, yeah, they were, like, med- medical yep, so there's, medical yeah, workers. There's, there's plenty to launch from. So, great way to end it. And, I, you know, whether they knew ahead of time or I don't know how, when they knew they were getting a second season or not, but that was, like, pretty much the perfect way to end it either way. You know. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, you're sort of that. That's the thing about it is they could leave anything open ended, closed ended, no matter what. They could leave it open ended and never come back to it. You know, they could close up somebody and just decide to bring them back. They're they're really sort of free to do whatever they want, which is exciting <laughs> and and very and they know, appropriate for the purge. Free to do and they, they do want. it. Yeah, <laughs> and they do it too. I mean, there were only two of the purge movies where they brought. Like that one character, you know that ca- that one character has so far been the only thing that like the only guy that like has been continuous from one movie to the next. Yeah, you know between two movies. So everybody, everything else has just been like it, it's it's almost like a, a twi- you know a whole bunch of Twilight Zones all based on the same idea. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost a show that lends itself to like anthology stuff so yeah. i mean you know you have your your crypt keeper yeah you, know, you, you could do the you cop could and <laughs> get a lot of good like horror authors and like action authors and probably get a nice anthology book of short stories well, love short some, stories some, some guest uh stephen Car- king could write a great purge yeah, story love to see mr carpenter do a guest directing or something that would be nice. I don't think you're going to talk John. John Carpenter's just like I'm is now free to smoke pot, play video games, and make music for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah. I think he's set. Yeah, indeed. Uh, <laughs> though hopefully he's watching because there's, there's definitely a lot of homage going on to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like music, too. And the music is consistent in the TV show, too, with the movies. is just good, relentless, throbbing synthesizer music. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Occasional guitar going. My All right. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season, definitely, and hopefully, I'll, hopefully so I'll yeah, well, within a year or so. I don't know what, what <laughs> I don't know which will happen for. Probably the next movie will happen first, so that's probably what we'll po- end up talking about next. I haven't read much more about it other than the one interview someone did with him. So I, I think maybe he might let you know the show chill for another year. Although he's been pretty goddamn consistent. I don't know. There's been a uh, per yeah, movie every churn- year for the He's last been churning years. out those movies every year. Yeah. So, I'll, you know, I mean, I I would imagine right now that that the 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 whatever purge movie is in in a state of production right now. Yeah. <laughs> there is a purge something in the state of production right now and season 2 too, but I would. I'll bet you it'll be just like First Purge. You know, we'll probably see it. We'll probably see an ad for season two when we go see First Purge, right? <laughs> or, or Last Purge, or whatever Purge it is. Purge last night. Yeah. All right. Purge New Dawn. And and we're available for a consultation or writing help, Mister Monaco, if you need any. So. And. uh and once they do all the purge things, you know there's going to be like people having purge binges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing we were talking about. You know what happens after the purge if they actually go that way, and would people just 
you know, uh, it'd be interesting to see everything unravel, like the crime rate all of a sudden goes up 100%, and then someone's going to finally decide, it's like, oh, I guess we do need it after all, and that'd be kind of turning the whole thing on its head, but... Well, that's the thing is, that, I mean, can you can you take the purge back after let it, opening yeah. that Pandora's box? Well, I see a lot of, uh, you know, metaphors about... Uh, you know, basically gun rights mostly in this. You really can't escape some of the political allegories in this show. But Well, no, because yeah. they bash you in the face with yeah. them. It's a, that kind of show, you know. But they do, they they really, like, I saw a very good YouTube video where a guy was observing, you know, they don't take, a, like, a political side. No, on they, they just show they it just to you. In the, yeah. put, they just <laughs> put it out there and... And and before it can become like a lecture on anything, somebody gets a bullet in the face right. and, and it keeps moving, you know, yeah. which is what these are made for. These are made to play that shit out and not to play it out in a subtle way to just like, you know, the, and there's a lot of fascism, you know, how fascism happens, yeah. you know, um, baseball bats that they hit you with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, as new they should, fathers, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Oh no, that's it's nothing should be subtle in it. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's just one step away from Gilead and the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's just if they if it had humor in it, it would be like Starship Troopers or something like that. Right, you know. Yeah. It's it's a it's a serious version of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's one day it's, you can commit any crime. Would you like to know more? <laughs> I just want another season, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, any thoughts about this, you can actually email my address if you want, uh, cheapscottproductions at gmail.com. It's a lonely, empty email inbox, so please help me. How pathetic Purge into his inbox. Purge into my inbox. Yeah, anything you want to send. Uh, send your deepest, darkest secrets. He doesn't care. He'll let you purge anything into his inbox. Yeah, um, Is that bare, kind of guy? Bareback, even. I mean, <laughs> whatever you got to do. <laughs> well, that was disturbing. Yes, well, it should be. It's a purge cast. Yeah. I still say we should go back in time and start the official purge cast because I still think we're about the only ones doing it. But that's all right. We'll do it best then. No we're doing. I mean, yeah. Effectively, we're doing it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> as long as they keep making purges, it's just going to be living in the five minute freaks, I guess. But yeah. as soon as, as long as they like, literally, I guess we're pretty much committed to. As long as they keep making purge stuff, we'll keep keep doing it. I got to keep an eye out. There's probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some purge comics at some point too. I, yeah, it's ripe for it. I mean, you would think someone see would an IDW that. pick up the the franchise. You know. Yeah. And and do it so money just we'll waiting see. to be printed. Why not? I know I have to keep. I don't keep up on comics, so yeah. I have to. If anybody hears of any purge comics, tell us about it, and we'll talk about them. Yeah, absolutely. Or make some. Mark Kalmbach, we're looking at you. Um, yeah, Mark Kalmbach, write a few purge comics and send it. I will review them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll review your you per- everybody's purge <laughs> fan fiction that they write. Yeah, why not? Just no purge slash fiction. Thank you. No. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Although you can have slash perch fiction, which has slashing or slash the guitar player. Yeah, or slash the guitar player. Exactly.
All right. <laughs> Getting silly now. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, you got to take it out on some Guns N' Roses. Sure, yeah. Definitely. <laughs>